Hello, this is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast. We're here for reflection and connection for the badass, high-achieving woman like you. So thanks for being here. And since you're here, you might as well just hit the subscribe button. I mean, don't be silly. You don't want to miss a minute of any of the episodes coming up. I'm not coming down. Oh, I love this episode. You're about to hear an interview with one of my dearest friends, Lindsay Chepkema, CEO of Casted. And she's one of my dearest friends because of this podcast. And I'll just let that story unfold in the episode. But we're going to talk about connection and courageously connecting. I think it's easy to throw terms around like, we're all meant to live in community and connection is important, but there's reasons that we need it and there's reasons that we don't do it. And there's just some how-to in there. So we break it all down. Here we go. I'm not coming down. Happy anniversary, Lindsay. Yay! Happy anniversary <laughs> to you. <laughs> Friend anniversary. Contact anniversary. Friend anniversary. Connect anniversary. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. So you just go ahead and tell the story. So what's the significance of our anniversary? All right. So January 4th, 2019, I listened to a podcast by Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian called Badass Women's Women's Council uh, about imposter syndrome. And it resonated with me. I think I was driving home from work uh, from downtown Indy. And somewhere in that episode, you said something about living in Carmel, Indiana. And I was like, oh, she's here. And as I'm sure we'll get into, it's not unnatural for me, but it's not typical for me to reach out, which is what I did. I, I found you on LinkedIn. I sent you a message. It said something about, you know, I loved your podcast, listened to it, really resonated. Um, I'm kind of thinking about some, some changes in, in my life professionally with my career. I'd love to meet for coffee. And you said, of course, sure. And so we met in person January 14th, uh, 2019. Um, and the second I sat down at that table, it was like, I'd known you forever and we dug right into it. And it has been serendipitous <laughs> what has happened ever since. And the fact that we met through a podcast couldn't, and, and that we're coming full circle two years later right now and everything that's happened in those, those two years. Um, it's pretty incredible to think of how it started. It, it, it blows my mind. It takes a lot mm -hmm. to really just leave me a bit speechless and our story does. So at the time, just two years ago, you were contemplating career change and that mm -hmm. became our relationship. We agreed in that meeting that we'd exchange some coaching. I would, yep. I would get some great marketing strategy from you about my business that I had just really launched with the podcast and everything. And I would help you with career transition. And now here you are at the time of recording less than two years later, um, as the CEO of one of the fastest growing companies in the high alpha studio here in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's based on podcasting. 
that's based on podcasting. <laughs> but um, bom, bom. like that's where I need a sound yeah. effect machine, right? That's crazy, yep. crazy. Mm-hmm. So crazy. one, I'm so glad that we are dear friends now. I mean, I know. I, I can't. Well, we imagine. have been since January 14th. 2019, about 36 seconds after I sat at the table, but yes. Absolutely. And number two, congratulations on amazing success with Casted. Uh, It's been the most fun to watch this rocket ship that you are building. And I just want to publicly say congratulations. And I'm so excited about where you're headed. Hey, well, you're a big part of it. So thank you. not only just you and I getting on here gushing about our relationship, let's, let's get some, some practical tactical out of this deal too. So the thing that I want to highlight is our story is a representation of reflection and connection. So let's start with connection. Cause that's, that's really where, where we've, we've started today to tell this story. One of the challenges that I see in my circle of high achieving women and the people that join the online community is there's a cry out for connection. In fact, I have, I think 500 people in the online community right now, about 195 of them responded to a question when they joined that they, they typed in and stated that what they were looking for out of this online community was more connection. Mm -hmm. They wanted to share and meet and grow and learn from each other. And yet there's very little initiative or outreach to each other on the site, unless I really pull them out and try to initiate it. And so here they are, they've joined this community where they know it's, it's, it's people that are like them who want what they want and yet there's this hesitation to be intentional about the connection. What was it that got you to take that step to just type that message on LinkedIn? Because that's what it takes. Yeah. We've got to be able to just take that first step because look where we are now. I know. Well, I mean, it's, it's hard to think back to Lindsay at that moment in time because that was before you and I really started working together on so many things. And so I'm trying to think about it, not through all the frameworks and, and, and working that you've done in me, but I think really just going back to, to who I was at that moment, um, I was not unlike all of those women that are in, in your, in your group and that I was seeking connection. I was seeking people and situations that truly saw me and understood me. And I felt I spend a lot of time feeling like different, right? Like I'm, I'm doing these things that are different. Like, yeah, but I'm different. Yeah. There's this group, but I'm different. Um, some of that might've been true, but I think a lot of it was in my head. And so that hesitancy to connect, I think is a lot of head trash and it's a lot of situational. I mean, high achieving women are usually probably the busiest people on the planet. I mean, we have families, we have people that we're taking care of all around us, people that need us at work and at home and, you know, socially, um, and professionally, we're stretched really thin. And so the connections that we need most often fall to the bottom of the list. Um, and where do you even start? Because there's so many perceived places that you could go and things that you could do. And then you show up and they end up not being what you want them to be. And so it's really easy to just talk yourself into how would this be any different? But what, what got me to reach out was just that it was so it, what you were talking about and who you seemed to be on that podcast um, just resonated so much with me that it just was like, why not? Right. 
so the topic in and of itself was what got you to reach out. And, and, and then I made you feel comfortable Proximity. that you could great. Yep. And that's a great marketing message, right? So if you're out mm -hmm. there and running a business or on a team in any way, speak to the buyer's needs or the person's needs, um, is, is a big part of that. But the two things that you mentioned that I, I want to highlight from a high achieving woman perspective is busy and well, I'm different. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are different. <laughs> and so am I, and so is she, and so are they. And so this idea of uniqueness is sometimes what keeps us from connecting, but in fact, it's our humanity. We're all different down to our fingerprints. And so it's that same sense of, but I'm different that keeps us from connecting. But when we recognize that we're all different, I want that to be the shared human experience that says, yeah, I'm different and I'm still going to reach out. Mm -hmm. but, but the idea of it being around a topic that resonates with me, I think is important too, because just reaching out and connecting everywhere isn't meaningful connection. That's why reflection comes before connection. But even before we get to that, I have had people say to me, I was doing a, a keynote speech for a small group and I was talking about the Baddest Women's Council and talking about Rise and Thrive and, and creating community with badass women. And this woman raised her hand. Now she's probably in her early to mid forties. She's dressed in a suit. She's clearly, you know, a professional, got it together, probably has a fairly high degree of education. And she raised her hand and she said, but how do I ask? Mm. Like, how do I reach? How do I ask someone to connect with me? And it really hit me that we're still and always will be to some degree, the seventh grade little girl that's, a, oh. that's scared to reach out and say, will you be my friend? For sure. Because that's the other, that's the other side of that coin about I'm different. There's the, I'm different. No one will understand me. And then on the other side of that same coin is I'm different. No one will want me. Right. Mm -hmm. And why would they want to connect with me? And um, that's where vulnerability lies, right? Mm -hmm. Carla Hayden was on the show last week and she talked about asking for help. And the reason that she had so much fear around asking for help during her surgery recovery was the fear that no one would respond. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I think that's a real part of what if I ask them to meet with me and they say no. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't, you don't know. And there's a quote that says, but what if I fall? And then it says, oh, but my darling, what if you fly? Mm -hmm. And um, you just, you just do, right? And that gives me chills because if you wouldn't have, okay, now I'm going to cry. <laughs> if you wouldn't have courageously reached out to me two years ago, I can't imagine. Well, I wouldn't have known what was possible, but our relationship has enriched me in so many ways that oh that gosh, just makes me, me really sad to think, what if I would have never met you? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, anyone that, that asks me about you or about coaching in general, I say, I do not, I, I'm, I'm not saying this flippantly. I choose my words very purposefully. You've changed my life straight up, straight up, because it is that vulnerability is it is. It is that, oh, but my darling, what if you fly? 
you, you have to, you have to keep trying and, and you, you know, you talk about reflection and connection and not every outreach is going to be a connection. You know, there's, there's seasons, there are people that come in and out of your life, there's situations, but unless you, you reflect on, on who you are and how you in, intend to grow, uh, and, and look for those opportunities to connect with the people and the opportunities and the situations and the groups and the communities that could be part of that growth, you're going to be too lopsided in that one. You're either reflecting too much and kind of going into this isolation cycle, which is much more natural for me, or you're over-connecting. And that's where you just kind of feel like I keep, I keep reaching out. I keep, I keep, I keep, and I'm just spinning my wheels. And so yeah. it's, it's both. Yeah. Which is why I tagged this reflection and connection because both are integral. When you reflect, that's about knowing who am I, what do I need, how do I feel, what season or chapter am I in in my life, and really being intentional about knowing yourself. And mm-hmm. then once you know yourself, then your connections can be more intentional because you know what you need. So in that moment, you needed someone to help you talk through the imposter syndrome that was hitting you thinking about a career change or thinking Mm -hmm. about any kind of change in life. And when we take the time to reflect, it, I think is courage building when the more, you know, yourself, the more you can courageously be vulnerable, but without it, you stay stuck. It's true. It's true. And, and stuck can feel like a lot of things stuck can feel I mean, we've all felt like the miserable version of stuck, but then it can also just feel like not reaching your potential. Like you're just kind of at a, it can feel like a plateau or like, just, I'm really comfortable. You know, why, why would I want to take that risk? Why would I want to be vulnerable? And life is about continuing to move forward, not staying where you are. And, um, those connections, when you finally get those real connections, it continues to uplevel you. And then your reflection looks different and those connections look different. And it just keeps, as opposed to spiraling around, the same hub, you're continually, you know, up, 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 up and growing. And it still involves vulnerability and change. Oh, it's all about vulnerability and change. It's not like you make the connection and then you get comfortable and you stay there. I was talking to a a woman yesterday who's making us another big jump in her life, moving to a different city because of a great man and relationship that she's excited to, to, um, to be in his life, but it's requiring her to leave a big part of her life that's gotten really comfortable in the city that she's in. And we talked a lot about, in one way, it feels like loss because she's Mm -hmm. leaving security. She's leaving that she knows the guy that she gets her meat from at the grocery store. She's leaving the grocery, the, the, you know, she gave names of people well, at the laundry, you know, at the dry cleaners, it's this mm-hmm. person at the great, she was, so she's, she said, I'm mourning the loss of what I'm leaving. And I'm trying mm-hmm. not to see this as loss. And that's exactly the conversation I, that we, that she and I had is I said, you're just going to a new level, which requires you to be in that state of vulnerable change. It's not mm-hmm. loss. It's not going backwards. You're going forward into a relationship you're so excited about, but it does require you to be vulnerable again. Yeah. Think about building new relationships and that's true. It's true. Yeah. So uh, let's dig in a little bit more into the difference between, let's just say, because it's easy for people to categorize themselves introverts and extroverts, because that's a part of this conversation as well, is, is sometimes people believe, well, it's easy for, you know, extroverts to reach out and connect. And 
I would say not necessarily so. I mean, most people would call me an extrovert, but I still have apprehension and, um, intrepidation when I reach out to, to meet and talk with somebody new. I always do. I, I get excited about it, but there's always that, ooh, what if they don't like me? And what what helped me as an extrovert when you reached out to me was you affirmed the podcast. You affirmed the content and the topic. And it was so life-giving and so needed for me to hear that, that you reaching out to me, even as though I'm an extrovert and people think it's easy for me, it, it really built me up. And I needed that at that moment in my career. I think that's, that's one of the biggest, um, most important perspectives that I've carried with me and I've shared with others for probably a couple of years is, you know, you never know how, whatever it is you're struggling with could be exactly what somebody else needs to hear or what you need to share could be exactly what somebody else needs to experience or is dealing with now. And keeping something to yourself. And that doesn't mean oversharing and, you know, it's not the, the vulnerability, um, just, you don't want to explode a vulnerability, but like, it's, it's important to share those things. Cause we quite often think that we need to lock them up inside us or nobody will care. But had I done what's more natural to me, cause I'm an introvert, right? I think it, that surprises a lot of people. Cause I love being, I'm very social and I love being on stage and I love podcasting and I love conversations, but like my energy comes from being alone. And my, my default is to go back into my hole and work on it's, it's reflection. Like I'm, I reflect all day, sometimes in a healthy way, sometimes in a, in a way that kind of gets me into a downward spiral, but like the, the connection, the being with people is, is harder for me. It's less natural. And had I gone to that default place that I'm in, I, I would have been like, oh, well, she's busy. She's doing this really cool podcast. She wouldn't want to meet with me. I'm just going to keep this to myself and go listen to a bunch of her other podcasts and look up more about imposter syndrome and call it a day. But I don't know, whatever it was, I, I reached out in that instance because it, I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't going to another group. It wasn't going to another networking event, which, you know, for me, I'd done a lot of, it was coffee with a human, um, which for me in that moment with that topic and that situation felt right. This is so important. I'll give you another example. My son is a songwriter and he's young and uh, excited and talented, but listens to new music, especially on Instagram, because he likes to go and, and see what people are putting out there and how he measures up and learn. And the other day he came to me with this girl that he'd been listening to who was amazing and, and fairly new, had a few songs out on iTunes and, um, but was kind of just, just past where he, he, he was right. And he was talking to me about, very specifically what he loved about her music and how it touched him and what he loved about what she was doing. And I said, message her. And he, and he looked at me like I was the craziest person he'd ever seen, which Mm -hmm. happens a lot, quite frankly. (laughs) And he said, no, what do you mean? And I said, I don't mean slide into her DMs, like creepy guy, girl thing, but I promise you that she has the same insecurities and the same vulnerabilities about putting her music out there that you do. Mm-hmm. And when she hears that from a fellow musician, that you, you, her music is touching you in that way, it will feed her very soul 
that yeah. will keep her. I said, maybe she's having one of those days where she hasn't had a single download today and she's feeling like a complete loser. And what if your message is the one that keeps her moving forward? Mm -hmm. And I, and I, a couple days later was like, just kept asking him. I couldn't let it go. Did you message her yet? Did you message her yet? And finally he did. And he came to me and he said, she responded because in his eyes, she's bigger and better than him. And how yeah. would she ever take the time for somebody like him who's not on the scene or whatever? And her message back was, thank you so much. You don't understand how much that means to me to hear that. It's true. And the look on his face was so like, wow, we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. And those messages, the more we share our stories like you and I, and like that, I want that to inspire somebody that's listening today to reach out one, because they need connection, mm -hmm. but two, because somebody probably needs to hear it. It's so true. It's, and that's, that's been, I mean, my, my mom taught me that growing up, like she was a teacher and, um, specifically from her vantage point, she was like, teachers don't get enough, you know, feedback and positive, positive affirmation, feedback, yeah, just affirmation. And so I'm, I always try, um, I have to actually ask my, my kids, teachers, how well I do, but just to tell them, you know, on a regular basis that they are, especially this year, you know, that they are superheroes and they are amazing and that we are, they're appreciated. And same, same goes, same goes for everyone. I mean, if somebody, however big or small, I mean, it's, it's the thank you in passing. It's, it's all the way on up to the thank you notes. And, um, I mean, I've, I've gotten some of those too, from completely random people that it's like, Hey, this, you know, this podcast that you did, or this, I, I, I saw, I read this quote from you and it just, it absolutely, it's, it's life-giving and nothing bad comes of it ever. You know, nothing, nothing bad can come of you sharing right? with someone else, how they've impacted your life. Right. Nothing. I mean, there is no downside to it. I have worst case I scenario. Have nothing happens. Right. <laughs> but doesn't mean they didn't read it and it didn't matter to them. Right? right. You do it because it feels good for you to reach out, not mm -hmm. because you're expecting anything in return. And that's even better. Mm -hmm. But I have recommended to people many times to reach out. Like they'll say to me, man, I really love my CEO. And I'll say, have you told them lately? And they're like, yeah. well, what do you mean? I'm like, you have no idea how lonely it is to be mm -hmm. the CEO, like it's your true. message could be exactly, and, and, and I could give you a million different examples, your manager, your CEO, the person you love their music or their podcast, like take the initiative to reach out. You'll feel great about doing it. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you it will change their yeah. day and their perspective. About 100%. Could not agree more. Yeah, absolutely. Now let's talk about the other side of connecting. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I want to circle back to it is just what I sometimes call the spray and pray, right? Just connect everywhere and hope one of them matters isn't always the best strategy. And, and to me, if you are the kind of person that's just attending everything and going to everything, it means you haven't done enough reflection because that means you're searching. You're mm -hmm. searching for answers that are out there instead of that quiet reflecting time of searching inside yourself to mm -hmm. really know what you need so that you can go and get what you need from it. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and that's in many ways, I mean, I, I did that, especially when I was younger, all the young professional stuff. And lo and behold, I didn't get a whole lot out of it because again, you're, you're looking for someone else to come up to you and tap you on the shoulder and say, Hey, you come on over here. I've got all the answers. And, and especially in that chapter, 
of my life that I was in when we met two years ago. Um, I had kind of done a little bit of that and I was kind of searching and kind of feeling your way around, especially what you do when you're kind of ready for that next step, putting feelers out. Mm -hmm. But until, you know, and I was kind of choosing wisely, kind of the conversation or trying to kind of choose wisely what kind of conversations I had, but until you and I started talking and you really worked on, worked with me on what do you, what is it that you want? Where is it that you want to go? What's super important to you? And like, you asked such important questions on me that helped me really reflect, not what job do you want next? Not what title are you looking for? Not what, not what size company do you want to work for? But like, what really matters to you? And, and I remember, and I, I wish I had the journal right next to me, but I have it in my journal spot. So it's not right here. Um, was like, if I think you said something along the lines of, if you won the lottery tomorrow, like you, I mean, you knew me well enough, like 36 seconds into the conversation to know that I wouldn't just go sit on a beach somewhere. There's anything wrong with that, but I just, that's not me. Um, I would do something. And you were like, even if it's not working, what would you do? And I was like, I would create, I would create something, even if it was just decorating my house or, you know, creating some, I don't know what it would be, but like, I love creating. I love tangibly creating something that didn't exist before. And I love intangibly, you know, this connection didn't exist before this culture didn't exist before. And that, and I think there were a few other things that you were like, not everybody wants that. Like that's, that's a thing. That's unique and, to you. That's one of right. your unique gifts. Yeah, exactly. And then you helped me reflect in a different way than I had been reflecting before. Cause bef- until you connect with someone that can help you see yourself in a different way, you're reflecting the only way you know how, which I think for lots of people in a transition is what do I want to do next? What is my next job? What is the next step up? You know, for me, that would have been like, you know, another VP of marketing or maybe a CMO role, but because you had pulled that reflection out of me and you had said, you had taken me by the shoulders and kind of turned me a 90 degree angle and pointed me in a different direction. I was ready for the next connections that came along, which ended up being a CEO of a, of a startup and starting this thing that makes perfect sense. And I can't imagine not doing this or anybody else sitting in this role, but I wouldn't have seen it if I had my eyes set on that next marketing job, that next, that logical next step. And so reflection and connection, I think, I mean, you're the master, so you tell me, but it seems like one probably comes more naturally than the other. But even so, even though I am kind of an, an, an introspective person, I needed someone, you, to kind of recalibrate that reflection and say, no, 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 need to think about this a different way and kind of hold a mirror up and kind of adjust a few things so that I was reoriented with the connections that I could make. And that's, that's why I mean, it was life-changing. It's, it has changed everything, but in a way that makes it, it also changed nothing because it makes perfect sense, but it just, yeah, it oriented me. Yeah. It's you, you said that exactly how I've always intended it to be heard because we are, we do have a tendency to, to be comfortable more with one than the other, but it's up to us to then intentionally build whatever side isn't our most comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And so if reflection is your your safety zone, your comfort zone, then be more intentional about connection. If mm-hmm. you're out connecting, 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 be more intentional about taking some time for reflection, but also the, the interdependence of the two. So it mm-hmm. takes someone else to hold up the mirror and help you see you. 
because when we try to look at ourselves sometimes, and I think about the time I spend with my journal and just going into my own thoughts, sometimes it's like a funhouse mirror. It's yeah. a little distorted. I don't see myself for what I really am. And usually I downplay my strengths or I hold oh, yeah. myself back and it takes someone else. Like you said, I loved that podcast mm -hmm. for me to see me that, oh, this is valuable. I'm valuable and relevant because I put something out that helped her. Yeah. And that's where reflection and connection go together. That's, yeah. that's the humanity. Like, who am I? What's my uniqueness? How does it serve someone else? And how can they help affirm that back to me so I can be stronger and better in it? Yeah. And it's not something, it's not a checkbox. It's a practice, right? And this year, this past year, one of the greatest learnings that I've had has, has been that is, I mean, you know, you and I, and through Rise and Thrive, which I cannot say enough amazing things about, was incredible um, in the year, in, in the pre-COVID world, in, the, in the, what ended up being the year leading up to COVID and worked wonders in me personally, specifically around connection, right? It, it showed me connection in a completely new way. It, it changed the definition of what connection means and what, how, how desperately I need it um, in my life, right? But then COVID, pandemic, quarantine, um, connection became a lot harder especially for me, not, not having that be a natural thing for me. And, and so that's, that's a practice and that's something that I'm still working on and has gotten harder. Right. But I have the tools now to, and the understanding to know how important connection is for me because otherwise my reflection really suffers because just like you said, it becomes that funhouse mirror and all without the connection of other people, all you have is your self-talk, which sometimes is great. Even if it's great, it's probably distorted. And, you know, in the worst of times, in the best of times, it's great, but probably not, not even accurate or it's limited, right? It has boundaries on it. Right. And in the worst of times, it's negative self-talk. And so without that connection to have people pull you up out of, you know, the downward spiral and even take the cap off of the upward spiral and say, oh, you're no, keep going, you know, oh, keep good. going in that direction. It's, it's, it's limiting. Um, and the only it's, it's, there's limits on the upward side and the downward side is, has no limits. And the connection is what kind of reorients that. So it's upward. And because you have this framework now and these tools that you've learned, you know, when you're off, that's the mm -hmm. thing is that people I think are trying to find this perfect place, this place mm -hmm. where I can check the box and it's not a thing. It's, it's never going to happen. And so, you know, you have this sense of when you need more reflection and when you need more connection. And that's really what it's about is can I sense for myself what I need and stop searching out there for the answer that somebody else is going to give me to right. tell me how I should be and what I should do. And, and you mentioned also that it, it it's not a checklist or a checkbox. And I think that's when we're thinking about our uniqueness and we're thinking about where we want to go in our life and our career, too often it's easy to say, I want this title or I want this industry or I want this company yep. or I want this, this thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm always the first to say with my clients, how do you want to feel? Tell, yeah. tell me, tell me what you're really seeking. We peel that back because oftentimes it's this title that they're seeking that they would hate if they got it. 
But it's the logical next step. But it looks like yeah. on the quote unquote ladder to success yep. um, where they should be going. And I, that's to me the wrong way to plan your career. hundred percent. And also I think one thing that we haven't gotten into, but it's been, it's also been a big thing for me over the last you know two years is um, big learning is it seems so obvious saying it, but like when you really kind of sit with it is connection is two way. And if you are constantly looking for connection because of what your neck, like looking for someone to come and tap you on the shoulder and take you to your next step. How are you able to be the connection that someone else needs you to be mm-hmm. right? You're not available. You're not, you're not available. You're not even, you're, you're just constantly looking for, okay, well, my next role is this, this is, these are the people that can help me get there. Someone else desperately needs to hear your story. Someone else desperately needs it to you to publish that podcast. Right. And right and to be available for that coffee meeting. Because if you had been in a different state and you hadn't been open and available, you might've turned down my meeting. You might've ignored that request. Um, you might've not published that podcast to begin with, but it's, it's cyclical, it's constant, it's two-way, it's multi-way. And then that reflection, you sharing your story and genuinely connecting with another person will help be that mirror, be that reflection for someone else. I mean, it's, yeah, we're all looking to grow ourselves, but let's not forget how much you're needed by others too. So true because busy is isolation. It is. And had I said, oh, that sounds interesting, but I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. The, the, the stunting of my own growth that would have and happened yeah. and yeah. yours would have been <clears throat> a tragedy, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yay. Yay us. So yes you and I on with podcast mics is a dangerous place. Cause we could do this for hours and hours and hours. Let's do that. Let's do we'll that. Just cancel my day. We should probably wrap up for today, but I don't want to, to wrap up without doing a couple of things. One is because of all of the things that we're talking about and the importance of this and how much we both care deeply about connection now and, and other high achieving women and supporting them. I'm launching a masterclass, a badass masterclass that will be sign of the times all virtual, even though rise and thrive is very much a in-person experience. I do want to help with these virtual connections as well. So the good thing about that is it opens it up from a geographic perspective. So Mm -hmm. anywhere you are listening to this, that the masterclass could be for you. So I will put a link in the show notes about that. If you're looking for connection, you're not sure how to find it. You're feeling a little insecure and uneasy about it. This could be what you need to jump in and let us teach you about reflection and connection Mm. and how to do it really well. But the second thing that I want to talk about before we close up today is the amazing work that you're doing at Casted. about connection because you you're taking a business practice called marketing and you're saying hey wait we might need to turn you in a little bit of a 90 degree direction just like you referenced that I was able to do for you personally mm-hmm. and you're making you're changing the way that people see marketing as more connection tell us just a little bit about that because i think it's it's yeah going to change the world it's already changing the world of marketing yeah in, in a nutshell, if you're in marketing, you'll, you'll get it quickly. But even for those of you who aren't, the way that marketing works today has, has gotten, has evolved to a place that is quite frankly drowning. It is, um, marketers are overwhelmed. It is a high velocity, you know, 
race to create as much content as humanly possible so that you rank as highly as, as possible. And that if anyone searches for anything, they're going to find your stuff first and convert. Right. And it's, it serves search engines, not people. And, and, oh yeah, by the way, and all of the abundant spare time that doesn't exist, um, marketers are also pushed to be where their audience actually wants to be like podcasts, like videos, like that rich media that audiences are craving. So their marketers are challenged to do more, 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 more all the time. Um, and it doesn't work. It's broken. It's inefficient. It's ineffective. And so what the big picture of what I've been saying for years, and now I'm so excited that Casted is, is solving is saying, what if we turned all that on its side? Like you said, and started first with connection, go have a conversation with the expert uh, that your industry, that your audience actually cares about. Start with who, you know, who's it for? Who's my audience? What do they want to hear? Go have that conversation, record it, turn it into a show like this one. And then, then ring it out across all of those different channels. Turn this conversation, yes, into a show, but then take pieces of it and make it into content for social media that's engaging. Piece, pull it into blog posts, pull it into newsletters, enable your sales team with it. Continue to use all of those marketing channels that, that serve so many people and reach people in the ways that they want to consume that content, but start in a different place. It will make your marketing team more effective. It'll make your team more efficient and it, your audience will actually be more engaged. And so that's the big picture. And it all starts with, with Casted, which is you know really the first B2B platform uh, made for podcasting. So yeah, that, that's what we're doing. And I love that it puts conversations and people and connection mm -hmm. at the center of the strategy because business is human. Yeah. It's it not is. just systems and processes. We need to feel like we're connecting in a human to human way. So thank you yeah. for leading the way in that. Thank you. All right, girl. You know, I love you. Love you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm not coming down. This is Rebecca Fleetwood-Hessian. Thanks so much for being here. We'd love to stay connected. We can do that if you jump into the online community at badasswomenscouncil.community. We've got lots of cool people in there already. And if you come in, it'll just be cooler. I'm not coming down.